2: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. I'm Ann Baldwin, the host of this program, and you would think that we've turned into a sports show recently with all of the great things that have been going on in the sports world here in Connecticut, which is interesting to me because I come from Colorado where we had, you know, national hockey teams, we had national football, national basketball, and then I moved to Connecticut, and everything is more at a collegiate level, and I thought, well, how exciting is that going to be? Well, I guess I'm finding out, especially these past couple of weeks. So with us today, we've got Cameron Boone, but we're going to call him Cam because he only gets called Cameron when he's in trouble. And he's the Associate Director of Creative Content for Quinnipiac Men's Ice Hockey Team. You may have heard a few things about them lately. So Cam, thanks for being here.
1: Thank you for having me on. Yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely an exciting time right now, that is for sure. What a
2: whirlwind. So Associate Director of Creative Content. So we've you know, obviously seen all of your social media stuff that's got to keep you busy, but how does somebody fall into position like that? And what is it? What do you do? So,
1: yeah, well, first off, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on here. Um, basically, it's, uh, it's the easy answer that I tell people, it's everything that you see. So like, you know, the social media stuff is one thing, but then like our website, and you know, the photos and videos and managing of all that. Um, I don't take them all, but like, I'm basically in charge of like managing a lot of it along with, you know, my boss, Nick Solari. And then our, you know, our photographer, uh, does a really good job of, you know, making that job easy for us. Um, but it's basically, it's a, it's a PR, um, it's a PR person. So it's working in communications and public relations for, you know, specific teams and for the athletic department that you would see, you know, at different corporations and, and things like that. So we'll handle, you know, the media requests and we'll handle, you know, as I said, you know, it's pretty much, you know, yeah. everything that you see, we probably have.
2: <laughs> it's pretty much what we do here at Baldwin Media, right? Every day is different and you just got to juggle the, keep the balls in the air and all that kind of stuff. So now, yeah, with, every,
1: go ahead. Every day is different. You sit down yep. at nine o'clock and you're like, all right, what's today going to be?
2: That's right. Well, that that's what makes it exciting. And that's why I think these kind of positions are unique. So let's get to the good stuff. So this is your first year at Quinnipiac, correct?
1: Yeah. So I actually, uh, my first official day was the last wednesday in september and that saturday was the uh the first men's hockey exhibition game (laughs) so they basically said here you go have fun here's the hockey team go and six months later here we are
2: what a great start right i mean how do you go up from here but let's talk about that adventure because i know that you also manage other sports within uh quinnipiac athletics too but let's just focus for the Purpose of this conversation on the men's ice hockey team. So what was that like to be part of this journey? And, you know, one of the things is Quinnipiac is a great school, but I never really thought of them as an ice hockey school. But I guess that's all changed now, right? So what was it like leading up to these final games? And and just tell me what you went through.
1: So it was, it's a whirl it is there's a lot that goes into it there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that goes into it that um you know it's basically, it's a lot of preparation and then you know capitalizing on what happens you know we have plans for we have plans for Thursday we have plans for Saturday um but honestly it's it's a whirl you kind of show up we showed up at the frozen four you know Tuesday they had you know a steel drum band waiting for us like there was a blue carpet run out and there were you know, uh, necklaces and everything. So there was a big welcome on Tuesday. Um, Wednesday, they called it a car wash and we basically just, everybody met with everybody from, you know, video board interactions to ESPN, to national radio to, and everybody just did, it was basically a big meeting day and then you had to practice. Mm -hmm. Thursday we play, you know, everybody, um, you know, Thursday we win the game, you know, five, two, we beat Michigan
2: yeah, and immense. by the by the way, they're the nine-time national champions,
1: right? Yeah, it wasn't a bad win. Oh, my goodness. They also have, you know, the consensus number two pick in the draft and the Hobie Baker winner and Adam Fantilli. So, I mean, they they were a, a very good, very good team. Um, Luke Hughes has also just uh, played with the Devils. Um, and they were in college, you know, mm-hmm. a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so that happened. And then Friday, you basically have to get everything ready for Saturday That's you had a week to get done for Thursday. So that was, you know, another whirl in itself. Um, And then Saturday, you know, we beat, you know, Minnesota national championship game. um, Number one, overall seed, big, you know, big 10 regular season champs, just all of it. And since then it has been, you know, people have started joking around. It's been the, the Rand Pecknold media tour Mm -hmm. because, and it's been a Quinnipiac media tour where everybody and their mother wants to, you know from w f a n to sports center to you know any number of national media outlets are like, "Oh, we want to tell your story now and it's an incredible one for you know especially for for a coach where you know he got here twenty nine he just finished his twenty ninth season
2: right and
1: he was making you know less than seven grand and he was a history teacher and he was sleeping you know six hours a day and just you know grinding through it and grinding through it and now you know. 29 years later you know he's a division one national champion and you know getting and was part of the most watched you know national championship game in 15 years so well, it's
2: let's been. let's mention let's give a shout out to coach ryan pecknold because unbelievable i mean to for someone to hang in there that long um like you said and really pay his dues right he just did it i would guess because he loved the game he loves the sport he loves the school and to, to do this and sacrifice sleep and pay and everything else for 29 years. And now here's the payoff, right? So you never know.
1: You never oh, know. It's all, it's all worth it now. It, it is. It is all worth it now. I mean, just everything that you had been through, especially, you know, going in 2013 and they had beaten Yale you know, three or four times in the season already. And then they lose the national championship game and then they go play North Dakota in 2016. And that team has, you know, again, just a bunch of draft picks and they were, they rolled through the whole year and the problem with those opportunities is they're great, but they take so much to get there. And when you don't come out on top and he's even said this, he's like, you, you don't know when you're going to be back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you don't know, you know, last year they played Michigan in the regional final and lost you know, two years ago they lost to Minnesota Duluth in the regional final. So, like, to finally get over the hump to get yes. to Tampa, yep, and then get over the next hump to win the whole thing—like, it's just it's the payoff that you know is 29 years in the making.
2: Well, you mentioned, um, and again, we're speaking with Cam Boone. He's the associate director of creative content for Quinnipiac Men's Ice Hockey Team. You know, looking at the statistics, this was the most viewed Men's Frozen Four on ESPN, I think, since 2011 and you had 1.1 million peak viewers. Wow. wow.
1: And probably 700,000 of those were located in various spots around Connecticut because we were we saw so many videos from Eli's was kind of the main student hub and there mm-hmm. were it was five or six deep and there's people going nuts and it was just the support we got here was was incredible and I mean when we landed Sunday there were you know, five six hundred people waiting for us, and they did a little reception, and then Monday the arena sold out with you know students and fans and everybody, um, you know, celebrating the team. So it, it's just been the the community support's been awesome, and you know, people love a people love a good you know. It's not an underdog story, but like you kind of said, you know, Quinnipiac, you know, small school in Connecticut against you know the Big Ten teams. Yep. To people that don't know that you know we won thirty four games this year. Um, to people that don't know and they just look and they see Minnesota and Quinnipiac, it's like, oh, you know, that's that's interesting, especially. Yeah. You know,
2: maybe I'll watch this one. You know, wait, I'm not a big yeah, ice hockey fan. And, and, you know, I watched it. And what a thriller. I mean, overtime, 10 seconds into overtime. What's the name of the player that shot that goal?
1: Uh, Jacob Quillen was the one that uh, that finished it off.
2: What so what happened with him afterwards? What you know, how much of a hero is he around campus?
1: He uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I, his celebrity stock jumped up by about 200% <laughs> probably. He, he's walking around. He almost has to, you know, disguise himself if he's going <laughs> to try to go to class. Paparazzi. Not
0: <laughs> That's funny. But they're be-
1: all over. But it's the whole team too. Like, I mean, they're, you know, they're celebrating on campus. They're bringing the trophy everywhere you could imagine. Like a bunch of them went golfing yesterday and they brought the trophy to the golf course. And, <laughs> you know, Zach Metz, our captain, was using it as a ball marker like, so they, they just, they're, they're celebrating as they should, you know, they deserve, they deserve every moment of it.
2: So what's the team going to look like, um, for next year? Is everybody going to, that was on this team, is everybody still sticking around or are they, are they aging out graduating? What's
1: the deal with so, that? So, uh, the five fifth years, um, are out of eligibility. They're graduating. Right. Um, so Zach Metza, Ethan DeYoung, Desi Bergart, uh, TJ Friedman, Michael Lombardi, they're all, they all came back specifically for this right um so three of them signed pro deals uh Metz is uh in rochester with the americans uh lombardi is with uh the tucson roadrunners and tj friedman is with utica Comets. that's all in the ahl um one step below the nhl um our goalie uh yaniv peretz signed a two-year deal with the carolina hurricanes um so that'll start next year And then right now there's a lot of just, you know, will they come back? Will they not come back? Um, Because there's a lot of talent involved. And a lot of these guys are free agents. Mm -hmm. So once you hit a certain age, um, and it varies based on, you know, how long you played juniors and where you're from and all that, um, once you hit a certain age, you're no longer draft eligible. So basically what you do is you become a free agent. So for, for instance, for Colin Graff, who had, you know, 22 points last year at Union, he was good, but like he wasn't getting a ton of a ton of looks, you know, after mm-hmm. his first year. He comes here, has 59 points and is on a national championship team and scores the game-time goal in the tournament and you know, has this outstanding year. Now everybody comes knocking and is like, "Ooh, we want him, we want him." Um, you know, Sam Lipkin was a draft pick, so he could if he wanted to um but so it's just it's a whirlwind right now with, with all these players. So to be honest with you, <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. Right, as right.
2: We'll just have to wait and see, and see, I guess. guess not. Right. Yeah,
1: just because I mean the playoff the NHL playoffs start, you know, next week. So that'll I guess um that'll temper a lot of it. But right now it's 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 wild because you know, they they just performed as well as they did on the biggest stage, and now everybody's kinda like, Ooh, I kinda like that kid. Right. And,
2: so let me be, I, I don't understand sports probably as much as I should, but anyway, so it's not necessarily kids or students that are enrolled at Quinnipiac to play on the sports teams. People can come back and play on the team, even though they don't go to school there.
1: So no, you have to be enrolled in classes. So, um, so what happened was, uh, the fifth years that came back and we have one who just announced, uh, Thursday, that he was coming back, Jaden Lee. What they'll do is they'll then pursue a master's or they'll pursue another degree to be eligible Eligible. to keep playing. So Zach Metza um, finished his undergrad in uh, 2021 and then got a master's in 2022 because he finished his degree already. Mm -hmm. But what the NCAA did was the NCAA granted a blanket uh, waiver after uh, COVID canceled the 2020 season. So they basically said, you know, you are eligible Given you know X, Y, or Z parameters, you are eligible to get this year back if you would like to. I see. So what you're seeing is a mm-hmm. lot of these you know kids that have graduated that are quote unquote seniors yeah. are coming back because they can, but they still have to you know take classes and do all that stuff. So Metz got his undergrad, got his masters, and then got another master's. Jesus. This year.
0: <laughs> so he got
1: three degrees out of it. And a national championship. And he just signed a two year professional contract. So he's doing pretty okay for himself right about now. Well,
2: wow, how many how many athletes out there have like, you know, two masters degrees? I guess that's what you gotta do. Now, do they get compensated for playing for the team?
1: So, um you are allowed you are allowed to make money on your own, uh, through the name, image and likeness. Right uh, you know, through the uh, collectives and stuff like that the school isn't directly paying it's through what they call collectives so it's like donors and things like that that'll um well not donors but it's it's sponsors and it's you know they're they're it's very complicated all this stuff Mm -hmm. um but basically they can make money on their own but they're not like salaried if that's if that makes sense
2: okay but then you know you come back and you get a master's degree and that's paid for the value of that you got to factor that into the Exactly too, right? And, you
1: know, you're, you're starting salary, if, you know, hockey doesn't work out, your starting salary in the real world jumps, you know, X amount of dollars because you have a master's to your name instead of a bachelor's. Mm-hmm. So
2: what was one of your favorite moments, you know, throughout all of this? What is what is that one thing where you said, wow, I, I can't believe I'm standing here?
1: So, I mean, the, the obvious easy answer is the national championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I won't dive into that because... You know, everybody's like, well, no, duh. Like, <laughs> you know, why, why else would you think that? Um, honestly, uh, one of my favorite moments of the year was we went to Belfast mm. uh, over Thanksgiving. So we played in a tournament called the Friendship Four, and it was us, UMass Dartmouth, and UMass Lowell. And we played in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Um, it was black Friday and then that Saturday we played, you know, Dartmouth and then we played UMass and what was really cool was it was, our game was the early game on Friday and, um, it was at nine o'clock Eastern time, Mm. 9am. Um, and it was kids day. So there were like, you know, 4,500, you know, elementary and middle school kids, in our in the game and they're all chanting bobcats and (laughs) you could probably credit to the fact that bobcats was a lot easier to say than big green probably (laughs) but um what was cool was we went they did uh school visits to the grade schools the day before Mm -hmm. so you know they show up and you know we show up in all our quinnipiac stuff and they're asking questions and doing this and um i don't know how many people know this story but so they're doing this the school visits and one of the kids runs up to one of our captains and goes, Hey, if you score, you know, can you do this celebration? And he does, you know, whatever grade school kid, you know, the celebration is Mm -hmm. so sure enough that Friday our kid scores and he does the whole, he does the whole celebration and it was, it was really cool and it wasn't something that you like, you know, you wouldn't have known if you didn't like no. if you weren't there right, that day right. before. Um, but the kids absolutely lost their minds when they saw it. We posted like the pictures on social media, and they were like, "Oh my God, Rachel! You know, our kids told you to you know do that. You did it. That's so awesome." <laughs> um, but then what was cool was we go to the Frozen Four, and all of those same fans from Belfast are reaching out. You know, good luck. We're cheering for you. You know, we want you to win just like you did over here. So like the impact of you know that week was you know was felt you know four months later. So that was, well, you've that got was fans
2: common. all over the world. I mean, and that's how you do it, right? That's how you you've got to be approachable. You've got to you know talk to these kids when they're young about the sport and make it make it exciting. And that's that's what builds lifelong fans, I think, in any sport.
1: Exactly, and also like I mean, we're teaching them about ice hockey, which you know is com it's common in Europe in uh, in Europe, but not as you know common. Um, but so like they're, we, we show up and they're doing recess and they're playing field hockey, which in field hockey, you can't use your backhand. You only have to use the flat edge of the stick to, um, to like shoot and do stuff like that. So you can't do backhand. Uh So, you know, like we're trying to teach kids, you know, how to backhand. And they're like, no, you're not allowed to do that. We're (laughs) like, yeah, you can. Like in this sport, you can do that. (laughs) Um, but, no, so, yeah, it was it was cool. What are
2: some of your, uh, if people want to look you up, uh, Cam Boone, who um, is just played an essential role along with everybody else in this whole Quinnipiac Men's Hockey Championship winning, what's some of your social media handles so if people want to go back uh, if they didn't get to see some of the fun stuff that you all have posted?
1: So, so men's hockey is, it'll be QU underscore MIH is uh, the Twitter and Instagram for the men's hockey team. And that's all the stuff that I've done that our photographer has taken that, you know, our staff has put together um, and we're, we're kind of, we're still rolling with it. So it's been, um, there's been a lot of stuff, you know, we've been able to push out over the last week and hopefully have some more coming. Um, there's been, you know, celebrations and stuff like that, that, you know, are being planned and um, things like that. So that'll be kind of cool if everything comes to fruition, but, um, it'll be, uh, it'll be cool. Yeah. So Quinnipiac men's hockey is the, uh, is the social media handles QU underscore M I H. And that's pretty much the home of everything. Uh, as far as men's hockey is concerned.
2: Are you going to repost any of the national uh, media interviews that you guys have scored?
1: Oh, we have. Yeah. So we posted, um, we posted the WFAN and CBS sports network interview with, with Rand, on monday um he was actually uh he did a sit-down interview on sports center on wednesday um i saw that that was good that was yeah those are both up there and um kind of as we go we'll uh we'll have we'll have more that's for sure when do you think this the
2: excitement and all this stuff winds down when does it get old or does it
1: (laughs) i don't know if it'll ever get old um to be honest with you i mean there's there's plays you know we're a week later and you know, I'm watching Rand do the Sports Center interview on Wednesday, and he's watching the monitor as Quillen scores and as his wife celebrates, and he's just smiling. And I don't think that'll ever go away. Like he, the, we'll show that play again in October when we do, you know, the Banner Night and stuff like that, and everybody will still lose their minds and go nuts and cheer and and everything. I mean, obviously, at some point, you know, from from a social media and from you know, a team perspective, you have to flip from celebrating a title to defending a title, mm-hmm. but I, <laughs> I don't know when that is. I'm not going to make that decision, and I doubt it'll come any time soon.
2: So you must be pinching yourself. Your first year at Quinnipiac, and this is what you, you got to experience. I mean, it does it get – I know, and I've seen on some of your social media, some of your buddies are busting your, you know what, because <laughs> they're like, only Cam. What do they call you, Cam?
1: Oh, I've got about ten nicknames. Ten nicknames, yeah. They, Some they, of them they, we they pick, they pick them all out. They'll, they'll drop any one of them at any time. <laughs> but I mean, do you just kind of where
2: did you come from? What was your job before this?
1: So I worked at Stony Brook, my alma mater, uh-huh. um, which is actually where my boss Nick worked before. Um, so he worked at Stony Brook. He came here. This is his alma mater, and then I took Nick's job at Stony Brook. I was there until you know, like I said, mid September and then uh got up here and had never done hockey before and they said here you go have fun here's here's rand have fun mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh okay all right and uh we've kind of we've kind of rolled for six months now and it's been it's been wild i mean i really i literally have not done something not hockey since i got here so it's and i've been here for six months so yeah. it's been it's been wild but
2: any vacation
1: plans Uh, so there's there are a couple um so my college friends and i do a a baseball trip in the summer we're going on like our fourth or fifth year now um uh we still have to figure out which ones but i think we're gonna do st louis we're we're all yankee fans so we're gonna we're gonna do um st louis and i think one other one um and then the family's been doing outer banks for the last i don't even know how many years at this point Um, So that's one that's that's usually the marker of the end of the summer, because that's like the second week of August. Mm -hmm. And then we come back and then soccer season starts and we do it all over again.
2: Well, I got to tell you, you know, Quinnipiac's reputation, you know, in both academics and sports has just really exceeded itself. I mean, I remember, you know, back in the day when I was still working at Channel 30 when, you know, it just wasn't that big a deal. But um, a lot of people there at that university, we, it was just what it was, Quinnipiac College, I think, yeah. before that. So now it's Quinnipiac University. have really worked hard to build a good stellar reputation as a go-to um, place of learning. And, I, you know, I applaud everybody who's involved in that. So we've just got a few minutes left, and I'll, I'll let you go. And, oh, I just might want to warn you that the gentleman, Ethan, who edits a show, might take out the Yankee sentence.
1: <laughs> I don't. You wanna know what I said that, and I'm like, I'm just waiting the line back, being like, uh, nope. Yeah. Red Sox only. Red Sox yeah. only.
2: So you know, so, okay. I respect it. Yeah. So you know, as you listen to the show, that part might be missing from. from <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't have that much editorial control. Hey, we all gotta, we all gotta get along, right?
1: Exactly. Right. To be honest, I, I would honestly respect that. If I, if I, if we listen back and the Yankee part is just gone, I'd be like that. <laughs> That's that's a, like a, a savage move, and I respect it. Like, you do well, well, see,
2: yeah. That's where it all. That's where it gets fun when there's all this rivalry, and we we just gotta we all gotta exactly. get along. Like I said, and,
1: I, and just going back real quick um, to the to the academic point, like you know our the guys had a three seven GPA in the fall. Wow, and like you know Metza talks about his two masters, and he wasn't the only one. Um, along with his bachelor's, so like you talk about the power of athletics, mm-hmm. like admissions go up and everybody sees you know oh you know this is how good the academics are for the university as well like we kind of talked about the frozen four games and the regional games that were on tv it's like a commercial for quinnipiac exactly you
2: can't buy that kind of time
1: this is quinnipiac like it's
2: but that's also advertising right but that's also cam where what you guys do comes into play because it's what you put up there it's what you show and tell right I mean, exactly. it's initial broadcast, but it's all the promotional stuff. I mean, you can't pay for that kind of earned media. I mean, the, no. if you put it, you couldn't put a price tag on it, you know, that no, you, you, just can't. Can't. you just can't, you just can't. Well, I applaud you and uh, hats off to everybody over there at Quinnipiac and to coach Rand Pecknold, especially um, because that's just got, that's just an amazing, you know, Cinderella story, if you will, although it took a long time.
1: <laughs> it was a long time coming, but I don't think he would have it any other way.
2: Of course not. Well, Cam Boone, thank you so much for being on the show we appreciate it and of course we want to thank all of you for tuning in to this edition of news you can use right here on wtic news talk 1080
0: we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of
1: four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s (laughs) it's better only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch